a glamorous time is being had by all the best. <laughs> and I wish I said marvelous. <laughs> Sabrina. Hello guys and welcome back to another episode of Anubis Backwards, the podcast. Today we will be recapping House of Tricks, House of Whispers. So let's get into some housekeeping. Um, editing Emily here, just to let you know that what you're about to hear is was recorded on September 15th. Um, as of me editing this episode, it's October 2nd. I'm hoping you are actually hearing this episode around October 6th. Uh, I just want to thank you guys for like bearing with us. I know we've been slow on the content. We are trying our best. I know we sound like broken records. Just like, I want to thank you guys a lot for bearing with us and listening to us and like getting excited when we have new episodes. And you'll hear us talk about this in like the upcoming little bit you're going to hear. We are going to try to get back to a more normal schedule in the new year. We don't know what our lives are going to bring come January 2022. I almost said 2021. I just know that for me personally, I had to edit part one of this podcast at work on my breaks because I haven't had time or like my days off. I am exhausted, so I sleep a lot or I rest a lot and I don't want to do the podcast then on top of it, even though on Tuesday I plugged my laptop in and told my mom I had to edit the podcast that day. It's now Saturday. And I finally got to it. Uh, just keep bearing with us. We are going to keep you guys as much in the loop as we can. We just play it all day by day. And we hope that isn't a mood killer. Just thank you. We appreciate it. We love you. That's all I've got to say. Enjoy the rest of the episode. You probably, this episode's supposed to be dropping on Friday. It's currently Tuesday. We're not recording the other half till Thursday. So we currently you're haven't. Hearing, you're not hearing it Friday. You haven't heard Laura's yet. Finish editing. We're Can trying our best, besties. Um, besties, we're doing our best here. We're all kind of overwhelmed. And we're trying to stay consistent on the recording schedule and trying to stay consistent on the editing schedule. However, we all, I don't know. We're struggling, and I apologize, but um, hopefully you guys get to hear this episode soon, and my episode that I'm supposed to edit soon, and yeah. <laughs> yeah, just keep bearing with us, and keep checking our social media. We will try to post updates about when we're posting. We're trying to keep it somewhat consistent, but no promises. Just know you're getting content, like we said before. Like, you're going to get content no matter what. We just don't necessarily always know when it's going to come out. Laura's mic really just decided to tangent check us. So, um, Laura's mic was like, the house. we know. So, I'm not going to shut up about this movie until it comes out on October 6th, I guess. But um, there was a trailer for There's Someone Inside Your House that just dropped. Um, we've been pushing it on our Twitter. And in even more exciting news, Bessie's been like almost three years but our man's our man's berkeley duffield finally tweeted and he yeah. posted twice on instagram it was a proud of him. Day. I believe that berkeley exists I, I, for you to understand the extent of the situation the trailer dropped yesterday monday i it's been stor- it stormed really badly yesterday morning and my department at work flooded it was great it was fun so your girl was you know trying not to cry and i walked back to the our like training room because i have to make some signs up for some other stuff in my department 
and I open Twitter, I get a notification because I follow the director on Twitter and I have his post notifications on because that's how committed I am to this movie. And I see, oh, there's an article about it and there's photos. And so, mind you, I'm just like being sent. And then I watch the trailer as my managers are trying to talk to me. And then I fell out of a chair because he spoke words in the trailer. A poor visual person who watched me fall out of the chair just going, are you good? And I was like, I'm great. My day's improving. Don't question it. Don't question why I went from crying to like dumbass smile on my face. Don't question it. Yeah. Nobody needs to know. Anyways, that brought me a lot of joy in an otherwise terrible Monday. Glad. And also, thank you to everyone who a few people like tagged us on his Twitter once he emerged, being like, "You should talk about the movie on Anubis podcast." Thank <laughs> yeah. you, because then if he ever comes back to his a Twitter account, like in the next couple weeks, maybe he'll see it and maybe he'll come on the podcast. Because I may or may not have slid into his Instagram DMs, and uh, I may or may not have emailed his agent a couple <laughs> months ago. <laughs> so keep. That man follows me, and I've slid into his DMs, too. I've been like, hello, please come on the podcast. But that was also in the two years he was not on social media, so. So I'm not saying you should, like, spam Berkeley, because that would be annoying. But, like, if you, you know, just want to tell him you'd like to hear him on the podcast and tag us, too, maybe he'll see it. <laughs> in other news, it's Nina An- Anwar, 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 a.k.a. Trudy's birthday on September 20th. Happy birthday. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to a single mom who works two jobs, who loves her kids and never stops. <laughs> a gentle hand and a heart of a fighter. She's a survivor. She really is a survivor. What would we do without Trudy? Truly. Okay. So that wrap. Oh, that does not wrap up our housekeeping. I was about to lie. Um, as for the usual, send in your voice memos, anchor.fm slash Anubis backwards. And on that note, and a whole lot of chaos for the fact that we were, I thought this was going to go quickly. Let's get into the summary. All right. Well, I almost said welcome back as if this was like actually the like the after our break um for context we've been struggling to record this episode so this is now the summary we're on the summary hello welcome thank you um as per usual the episode opens with the iconic intro Alfie reveals the broken amulet Gustav starts laughing and says Victor ruined Alfie's trick um Gustav says Victor looks pale and asks if the item was valuable Jerome is upstairs trying to get the dollhouse. He runs out of the room upon hearing Sabuna in the hallway. Nina yells at Alfie and says he ruined their only chance to get through the door. Alfie asks her if she didn't believe in magic, revealing the amulet. Amber asks him why he did that and said, and he said he couldn't do a standard disappearing act and that Victor needed to think it was destroyed. Um, they're about to murder Alfie. <laughs> but I was like, hell yeah, Alfie, because this was such a good, good plan and good trick. If looks could kill, though. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Patricia, oh wow, that was that was great, and really just murdered her name right there. Patricia asks him why he didn't tell them his plan. He says he needed their real reactions. Elfie explains his plan in full. Um, I didn't get into too detailed in my like summary notes, but he made a second fake amulet. He smashed the, the fake amulet Victor gave them, and he pocketed the real one. And then he stepped on the fake one he made, so it would like get extra destroyed, so Victor couldn't tell it was the like the fake Alfie made because obviously it wasn't as like fancy Mm -hmm. but like he he big brained it yeah he was very smart he was uh nina says the dollhouse was moved amber agrees with nina fabian says they should probably lock it up wow that was i thought for some reason there was more that happened here but it really wasn't okay dokie the next morning piper is coming down the stairs patricia come down i cannot say patricia apparently patricia comes down behind her and asks what she's doing Piper tells her she's going back to the academy. Uh, Piper also tells Patricia that she left her a note. 
Patricia tells her that she wants her to stay. Piper says she would love to, but she doesn't care if she fails. Piper gives Patricia her music note necklace. A cab sounds outside, and Piper leaves. I just thought it was a good line when Patricia was like, and what if you fail? And Piper just goes, who cares? Because honestly, that's a mood. That's kind of our mood right now. Honestly, Mm. yeah. Also, I didn't even write any (laughs) notes for this scene, but goodbye to my bestie. You were too sad to write notes about it. I know, I am sad. I literally, I had a tweet from a year ago today on my time hop, which is like, honestly, great timing. And it was like, Piper, uh, I prefer not to think of it as goodbye. I prefer to think of it as coming back later. (laughs) Me, the lie detective determined that's a lie. (laughs) (laughs) So true a year ago, me. I've been going through something and like watching this because it's a comfort episode, like the episode before this, but (laughs) so true. (laughs) So true. I miss her. TikTok content for this episode. I think there, there's obviously got to be audio to like, you'll never see me again. <laughs> just Piper. Honestly. Um, Patricia is about to go back upstairs when Eddie comes in the hall. Eddie sees the music note necklace on Patricia's neck. Yeah. Why can't I say Patricia tonight? That's going to be our still Piper outro. Power Hour. That is going to be our outro. It's just every time Emily butchered Patricia tonight. Um, <laughs> Eddie sees the music note necklace on Patricia's neck and assumes she's Piper. She tries to correct him. He tells her he was thinking about it all night, that it's wrong that they that Patricia doesn't know that they kiss. And I just said thanks, I hate it, because the face Patricia makes when he's like, oh, you know that we kissed, like, it hurt me. It hurt my soul. I don't like it. Yeah, she looks crushed. It was, it's sad. I would be sad, too. Especially because yeah. I guess she doesn't like quite know the context, either. It's just... Were they making out in the cab next to his dad? We don't right. know. Right? <laughs> <You're> yeah. Kidding. <laughs> but she doesn't know. That's where my brain, my like anxiety brain, would be going. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it probably wouldn't go there initially either. You'd probably be like, oh, okay, like maybe like outside the restaurant or something. But then I feel like you could probably like talk yourself into this. Oh my god, they were like, yeah, getting real handsy and like you know. Yeah, and then like he likes her more than me. Why am Why am I even doing this? Like you know, I would I would start mm-hmm. psyching myself out. So I hope she's not doing the same. But I just said rip Eddie because his ass about to be dead. Truly, Victor's in his office. Vera says she's going to get the doll fixed, as well as taking the amulets in for repair. Victor says the fixer will also be able to tell which amulet is fake. <laughs> Victor goes and adds another lock to the cellar. And said jokes on them. Nina has a magic necklace. And they have a magic oven. In the library, Jerome is telling Jasper about the dollhouse. Jasper asked Jerome if he was able to grab it. Jerome says he isn't able to just shove it down his pants and walk out. Jerome says he needs everyone out of the house and even Vera could catch him still. Jasper says Vera would look the other way. Jerome is now suspicious of Vera. Jasper manages to cover. Jerome says one way or another, they'll get the dollhouse. Okay, I just want to know how is the line? I can't just shove it in my pants and walk out with it. Nickelodeon friendly. Is that a dollhouse in your pants or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> oh my god yeah that line is heavy and then i was like wow jerome's using his phone to take a video of the dollhouse also like way to go dollhouse be all magical while jerome's taking a video of you honestly the dollhouse doesn't know who it should and shouldn't trust apparently Patricia is telling Joy about what Eddie had said to her earlier when he thought she was Piper. Patricia says that Eddie still hasn't told her. Joy asks what happens if he never comes clean. Patricia says, then they have a problem. 
So Joy's face this entire scene, she's like so done with Patricia and it's so funny that I said they switch roles. Because like earlier in the season we saw Joy like blabbing about Fabian Patricia's like done with her. <laughs> That's and so now true. That I love that. Like has boy problems. Joy is like done. Not about it. Oh, how the turntables. <laughs> and then I just laughed because Joy was like, I thought that like you guys like basically that like Patricia wasn't honest because she didn't tell him about Piper and had Piper pretend to be her. <laughs> and then she was That's like, Well, you need to be honest, not me, girl. <laughs> True. I mean, in defense of that, she does have to hide the whole situation. Also, just in general, this scene popped up and I was like, damn, I miss Joy. Like, she's just kind of been a background character for the past few episodes, which the past few episodes for us is a month. And I'm like, I miss Joy being more in the center of like an episode. Same with Mara. I'm like, where's my girl? We do get some good Joy and Mara content slightly in the second half of this episode, though. I don't think you watched that part yet. (laughs) I haven't yet, so... (laughs) We'll get there. Well, it's something to look forward to. Good, I'm excited. My girls, my besties. I haven't either. Nina is explaining the chart to Amber and Alfie. Patricia comes in. Nina says they only need six reflect. Nina says they only need six reflectors, and Fabian points out that they'll all have falcon symbols. Nina says she thinks one of the reflectors is related to the cup. Irrelevant to the scene, but we get a really uh, good view of Amber's knee socks in this scene, and I said they were very cute, and I love them. I love them too. I always think that. Like Nina sometimes rocks these like high socks too, and I'm just like very uh-huh. into it. Jerome is sneaking around upstairs. He goes into Nina and Amber's room. He sees the dollhouse is gone and assumes Victor took it. So we got a shot, like, of Jerome, like, through the door. So it's, like, Nina and Amber's wall. And Amber's, like, keep calling by shoes poster. I love 2012. And, like, Jerome through the door. And I said, it's a cool shot. And then I was just like, Vera, suspicious. Look at Laura being me. I know! <laughs> I somehow morphed into you. And every time there's, like, a cool shot, I'm like, this is a cool shot. <laughs> I love this for us. We are all just like one brain any at this point. We really are. No one's surprised. Alfie's back at the house when Victor stops him. Jerome comes downstairs and suggests Victor smashes something of Alfie's. Victor tells Alfie he will be dusting the entire house with only a feather. Alfie notices the added lock on the cellar door. I just thought Alfie was funny in this scene because Victor's like, Alfie Lewis, and Alfie goes, are you welcoming everyone in life? <laughs> Imagine every time you get home from school, Nina Martin, welcome oh back God. to Anubis House, Jerome oh Clark. You just need to re- remind us what everyone's names are in case we don't know. <laughs> and then, I mean, like, I get it. It's like for the comedic relief and like it's for punishment. But like, I was like, yeah, clean the whole house with that. Like, Victor's always like clean the house and he gives them like a feather or like a toothbrush. Do you want the house clean or do you just want to torture them? Both. Just torture them. <laughs> Fabian and Nina are upstairs when they see Vera leaving her room. Fabian asks if she's going out. Vera's necklace? I, I think I just thought it was weird. I just wrote Vera's necklace. Fabian and Nina go up to Vera's room to grab the cup, but don't find anything with a falcon symbol. They hear someone coming and hide. Jerome enters Vera's room and begins snooping around. Jerome begins to approach the curtains Fabian and Nina are hiding behind. He hears a noise and goes to hide under Vera's bed, right as Vera re-enters the room. Vera's phone begins to ring. She tells whoever it is that Victor's amulet got destroyed. Vera tells whomever that the kids will do the rest of the work. 
Spirit tells the person that soon the entire house will all be dancing to their tune. So I find there to be like fun stakes in this arc because it's like the Sabunas versus the adults, but then it's like also Jerome's in there and he's not working with the Sabunas, but he's not working with the adults. And then like the adults also kind of have some rifts in between them with like Jasper and Vera kind of versus Victor. Like there's a lot of fun dynamics in the like stakes of like them solving the task and them figure out what's going on and I'm enjoying it. Me too. Mm-hmm. It's really fun, like, because we're kind of getting, I know we're only, like, really halfway through at this point, but we're getting kind of closer to the end, and they're doing a lot of really great build-up, and even just, like, the stakes in this scene alone are so great, like, I really love this scene, and, like, watching, like, Nina and Fabian hide, and then Jerome hide, and then Vera, like, walk in, and, like, Nina and Fabian, like, are probably sitting here, like, what is Jerome doing in here, and I don't know, it's just, we're having a good time. Yeah. Love the drama. So um, that concludes the first half of this week's episode. We will see you guys soon. See y'all soon. First and foremost, it's been a week since we recorded part one. <laughs> Second of all, it is like 9.30 at night for them. We already went off the rails for a solid like 20 minutes before we even hit record. Um, so this is our like mid episode housekeeping, I guess, because it's been a week since we recorded last. According to Bleeding Cool, um, Berkeley will be playing a character called Caleb in There's Someone Inside Your House. I'm going to try to have this episode that you're currently listening to out by October 6th because, you know. Um, also, so we're going to try to upload twice a month. I think we've got three in September. This one might squeak its way out in September still. So you're going to get at least two, maybe three episodes in October. You're going to get two episodes in November for sure. We're going to take December off and then we're going to try to go back to once a week in January. Just keep following our socials. Keep an eye out. We will try to keep you guys as much as much in the loop as we. It's one of those things where we don't even know. We're trying to plan, but we it's hard to plan around our lives. It is. Yeah. We got busy again. When we started this, we were still kind of like deep in the pandemic. We didn't really have a life. Now our lives have kind of gotten back to normal and we're trying to balance because we still want to do this, but we also want to have social lives and, you know, bam. All right. Hello. We are now officially back for part two of the episode. I'm getting into it. Vera reaches under her bed for her coat. Jerome laying on top of the coat shoves it closer to her. Vera grabs the coat and leaves. Jerome just handing Vera the coat, like, from under the bed. Love it. Chaos. It was. Like, also, if I reached under my bed, like, there's obviously would have been an angle in which she was grabbing it. So unless she was, like, reaching, I don't know. I feel like that would be sus somehow. Yeah. Especially if you're feeling around your floor and you don't feel it. And then all of a sudden it's in your hand. Right. All right. Jerome comes out from under the bed. Jerome leaves. Fabian and Nina come out of their hiding spot. Nina wonders what Jerome was doing. Fabian says they know he and Vera aren't working together. They realize Vera is the enemy and leave her room. I forgot they didn't already know Vera was evil. Like, I think because we've known Vera is evil for so long. I was like, oh, yeah, this was this is new information for them. Right. At school, Eddie asks Patricia if she wants some of his nuts. Patricia tells Eddie she doesn't know where he's been. He asks her what her problem is. And she says she's looking at him. He goes and sits next to Mara. I laughed so hard when she was like, I don't know where you've been. Like, she's, she's acting like he has an STD or something. Like, she just kissed her accidentally kissed someone else oh it's not God. a big deal I just, that line sent me and then irrelevant i said how many bracelets does patricia need i believe that i mean i took these notes a while ago because we were recording a while after we recorded part one but patricia must be wearing a lot of bracelets in this scene so how many does she need also mar and eddie besties randomly besties i love my that favorite that, random though. besties <laughs> i love i love this for that me too 
Joy comes in and says the website needs a shakedown. Joy says they need a new identity. Joy says they will now be called the Jackal. Joy says Eddie needs to write an article on the school. Um, so one, Joy is so cute. Two, the Jackal loves the name, I guess. Um, three, so there is a baseball team near me. Like, it's like a minor league local baseball team. And mm-hmm. it's called the Jackals. And, like, I care nothing of sports, but, like, I want to get a shirt, like, a Jackal shirt from the minor league baseball team near me solely because of this episode and, like, the Jackal of House of Davis. I would do the same thing. It's the same energy as getting like petty school merchandise, yeah. you know? Okay, exactly. so when we all go to our New Jersey, like we can go get to the Jackals baseball game and then we can just like go hang out at Petty, petty Lake. I'm down, let's Perfect. go. Mara says she has a human interest piece idea. Joy says this human isn't interested and tells Mara she can always help Eddie. Eddie goes to say it's a bad idea before realizing Patricia seems jealous. Mara tells Eddie he has to watch all the footage himself. Oh, the the line where Joy's like, oh, thanks, Mara, but this human isn't interested. Iconic. <laughs> so <Went> funny. Free. <laughs> and then, like, I just got excited because it clicked in this scene for me that it's almost time for Mara and Eddie ghost hunting, which is a Ooh. highly underrated arc of season two. So good. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. You know how me and Emily feel about ghost hunting. So very <laughs> in fact, make me watch a ghost hunting show. <laughs> We didn't make you. You decided to okay, stay on with us when we watched me. it. I will clarify. The origin of our friendship. They did not forcibly make me watch the ghost hunting show. They were watching it and I did participate, but I may or may not have regretted participating. I don't even know what happened. It's like the com- our they computers were not to, behaving either. They went to, whatchamacallit. We watched the Alcatraz Mary episode. And yeah. Alcatraz. Those are the and best ones. And there were ghosts and they were like... I don't know. You know what? I've been to both those locations oh now. You know why I wanted to go to those locations? Because I watched it on the Other Siders. <laughs> I read the Other Siders fanfic, guys. She did do that, too. I don't know if this was cohesive versus another night. Okay. Raina the sin again. At the house, they're having a Sabuna meeting. Nina says the cup was not a reflector and also tells them that Vera is evil. Elfie says they haven't exactly been subtle. Fabian says they just have to be more careful. Patricia asks if they have any good news and Fabian says they have the amulet and can try the tunnel door that night. Vera comes into Victor's office. Victor asks if the amulets are repaired. Vera tells him, sort of. And that explains they're both fakes. Vera tells him Elfie probably has the real one. Vera says she also got the doll fixed. Victor says he's going to check Elfie's room as well. Down in the tunnel, Sabuna is trying the amulet in the door. It opens to reveal another tunnel. I don't know what it was about this scene in particular, but it really just hit me in the, wow, they only had one tunnel set. That was it. I think about that a lot. It's like, I still, I don't know. That was such a fun fact to learn. And it makes sense. I just never, never would have thought. My only uh, other commentary on this scene is that I'm obsessed with Amber's outfit, but like, what else is new? Jasper and Jerome are in the library. Jasper tells Jerome the collector is getting impatient. Jerome brings up the fact that the collector may be Vera. Jerome, super smart? He actually is really smart. Yeah, go Jerome. In the tunnel, Patricia wonders if they should leave string or breadcrumbs. Fabian thinks they're at the end of it. Sabuna is overhearing Jerome and Jasper. Um, so... I believe it's in this scene. I don't know. Again, watch this episode like over a week ago. Um, Amber says something about like, I think that she's like tired of this. She wants to deal with the god of shopping. <laughs> Me too, bestie. Me too, bestie. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. We've been doing this for too long, Emily. <laughs> we are one. We are one brain cell. Really? Just one gen- one brain cell pretending to be Gen Z. <laughs> oh my God. One brain cell between the three of us, and none of us is actually Gen Z. None of us have it this week. 
We see Trudy locked in a shed. Someone drops food off for her. She begs to be let go. At breakfast, Sabuna is talking about how the tunnel leads to the library. Nina says it gave them a place to hide the cup, and they need to focus on finding the other reflectors. Baby wants to know what Jasper is up to. Okay, what are Joy and Eddie talking about when they come in? Because we hear, like, part of it, and then it's just nothing else. And I'm like, what is... I want to know what they're discussing. Right? Because they're talking so intently. So the part you hear, Joy is holding up the the footage that Mm -hmm. Eddie has to watch. Like, it's a stack of DVDs. And she's like, I found these in your room. And then it sounds like she's just, like, chewing him out because... I think he's probably supposed to work on it at school and he probably like forgot about it or something. So she's probably like, you gotta do this. We gotta like write this article for the jackal. And he's probably like, whoa, (laughs) take it easy. (laughs) That's my prediction. Ma'am, I haven't even had my first breakfast hoagie yet. (laughs) Breakfast hoagie. Breakfast hoagie. Um, also, I, this scene made me think of our interview with Brad because he looks very flushed. Like, his face is very red, and he's in his jumper, so I was like, poor guy, he must have been warm. At school, Eddie sees Patricia and then proceeds to pull Mara into a hug. Mara is confused. Patricia grabs Eddie's arm and pulls him into the office. He makes the biggest, like, little shit smile when she pulls him into the office. Yeah, like, you know, like, a tiny part of him probably was like, oh my god, we're gonna make out right now. Like, Um, so Eddie is trying to make Patricia jealous and Mara is just like, I love reporting. Like, she does not understand the assignment. She's so cute. Uh, Mara and Eddie would look cute together, though. Like, when he hugged her, I was like, oh, I like the, like, I think because Mara is so short. Anytime I'm like, small, tall, yeah. tall boy. Yeah. Patricia, bleh. Patricia asks Eddie what is going on. He asks her what's he asks her what's going on. He asks her why she's mad at him. She tells him it's because he kissed her sister. He asks how she knew. He says he was sorry and thought it was her. He tells her he's not into her and she's not into him. And did y'all know I love them? No. No. This is new. I had no idea. You hate Petty. I do. <laughs> I just was laughing because he's like, how do you know? And Patricia's like, twin telepathy, buddy. Patricia says that's not why she's mad at him and to read between the lines. He doesn't know what the lines are and that there are no lines. Patricia says she's hurt. He didn't tell her. And I just, what a good scene. It's, it's I don't just, know. It's like, yeah. They're having a good time. They're, and they're acting. Like I thought Berkeley's acting was really good in this part. Yeah. You job. didn't mention his Canadian sorry though. Oh, so I, I, almost a point. I, I almost did. I almost did for did. you. Negative point for being Canadian. <laughs> 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 um, I don't know what the lines are. There are no lines. That line sends me. (laughs) Patricia sits on Mr. Sweet's desk, accidentally turning on the intercom. And then I put, I am uncomfy. I just said, rest in peace. LOL. True. So true, bestie. People in the hall are now listening in. They're really like, oh, what's the tea? Honestly, if that happened at my school and, you know, it wasn't my friends involved, I'd be like, hell yeah. Like, what's going on? I love other people's drama. I do (laughs) also very much enjoy other people's drama. I'm not going to lie. I feel bad for Eddie, but like. <laughs> Patricia says she just wants Eddie to tell her stuff, like how he kissed her twin or how Mr. Sweet is, you know, his dad. He knows he can trust her and he apologizes. He says they won't keep stuff to themselves and they hug. And frankly, I really love this hug. It's one of like, my, I don't know, they don't hug a lot, but it's a good hug. It's a good hug. Um, He tells her he doesn't want people to know about his dad. They leave the office and come out to people laughing at him. It makes me so sad. Like, I understand this is a TV show and there's, there's got to be drama, but this was such a solid apology scene where they communicated as a couple and fixed a problem together and mm-hmm. they instantly just like walked out into another problem. They didn't even have peace for like five minutes. Mm-hmm. So I'm sad. <clears throat> Jerome and Alfie begin to lead a chant of people calling him junior and or sweetie junior. 
And okay, I have been waiting to talk about this scene for like a hot minute. Because Jerome and Alfie are literally like the ones that start it. Like they are the ones that start like, but like those are his friends. Like yeah. I would get it if like other people started it. And like, do I think Jerome and Alfie would succumb to peer pressure? Yes. But I'm a little annoyed that not a single one of his housemates was like, yo, stop, knock it off. Like, what kind of friends are you? I know. Like, you're the yeah. ones being the worst. Um, I just said, why does everyone care so much about his, like, Mr. Sweet being Eddie's dad? Like, they're being really rude about it. And then I said, especially, like, Alfie and, like, what you kind of just said, Sean. Like, it seems very out of character for, I mean, Jerome as well, but especially Alfie, because we know Jerome's kind of a little shit. But, okay. Like, Jerome's <laughs> dad. Okay. So yeah, Jerome is, does have Jer- daddy issues. Jerome has daddy issues. And it's very clear, like, if they didn't know that Eddie was Mr. Sweet's son, that he also does not have a good relationship with his father. So, like, yeah. if you had a shitty relationship with your father and you could kind of put two and two together to realize, hey, one of your friends has a shitty relationship with their father, even if his father is quote unquote un- embarrassing, why would you be, like, one of the ones making yeah. fun of him? Like, you guys are in the same shoes. Yeah. Not, or similar shoes. Empathize with him, his situation. And I just said it seems very out of character for Alfie, especially because, like, Alfie's, like, friends with Patricia. Like, why would he, like, be like this? He's, like, friendly towards Eddie, but especially being friends with Patricia. Like, Patricia accidentally exposed Eddie, and he's really going to be, like, out here being a jerk to Eddie about it. Like, bro. Mm-hmm. So this is when we remember that they're teenagers. and they're They are teenagers. Dumb. Dumb. All right. Eddie storms off. That dramatic freeze frame. Yeah, they, like, put the clip in slow-mo. I wonder if he... This is my, like, editor brain thinking. I wonder if the, sh- the clip was too short. Like, Eddie storming off was just too fast, so they had to, like, slow it down and <laughs> freeze it to make it, like, fill up the time they needed it to. They also kind of panned to, like, Patricia and Mr. Sweet, who were also there looking, like, shocked and upset. Yeah, that's why I was wondering if they just, like, didn't have enough footage. <laughs> so they had to just, like, work with what You're they like, had. Yeah. Record scratch, freeze frame. Hey, it's me. You're probably wondering how I ended up in this position. All right, besties. So that concluded the episode. Very dramatic, we might I add. So I think we got to pick a brain cell of the week. I don't remember Jerome. anything that happened in the first half. I called Jerome smart, so I'm going to say Jerome. I'm going to say Jerome. No, no, no. But we also talked about Alfie's great plan in the first half. I remember that. Oh, oh so okay, yeah. Alfie right. and have a good plan with the magic yeah, trick. So they can Alfie. both have it. <laughs> Alfie and Jerome. But minus points to Alfie and Jerome for how they'd be acting in the end of scene. True. They lose friendship points. Some, somehow are smart and dumb. Smart and bad friends. <laughs> um, and then what do we think the ship of the week is? Petty? Petty, I guess. But they're really dramatic. <laughs> Mara and Eddie, if you if that's your lane. But Mara and Eddie, besties. I will give Mara and Eddie a half a point because it's it's a fun time. Yeah. So um, I don't have any games planned, so I think we're going to have to do Map Libs. A proposal story? That could be fun. Proposal. Let's do that, yes. I need an adjective. Who's going first? I don't know. Someone just yell an adjective. Sparkly. Okay, Taylor Swift. Another adjective. (laughs) Is it my turn? Yes. Um, Difficult. I need a noun, a.k.a. a person, place, or thing. Anubis house. Love that. I need another adjective. Glamorous. I'm just going to type glam because I'm too lazy to type glamorous. I need a plural noun, Laura. What? Them? (laughs) I start singing glamorous. Okay. I need a plural noun. This is our musical episode, besties. Laura, we need a plural noun. (laughs) 
I thought it was not my turn. It is your turn. Oh, I think you need a pronoun. I need a pronoun. <laughs> That's why I said them. <laughs> I, was, I was confused, but I didn't question it. I was like, I, I don't know. Besties. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I need a regular note. I'm going to do Corbier. I cannot spell Corbier. Wait, are we not drawing for the Jupiter Ribbit when we have now? Well, there hasn't been like a name yet, like a now. person. No. Corbier is not a person. He's a thing. Name of the name of groom, Brenna. Go. So wait, do we want to make sure you pull a guy, or are we just gonna go? Yeah, I can. Oh, that's not a man. He <laughs> to ask for a girl. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> that's Emily. <laughs> I don't even know who the wife is. I'm... That's not... Jesus. There are no men in Anubis. You lesbians. Nope. Apparently the universe wants... Nope. No. You want this to be a lesbian wedding. Let's just go with it. <laughs> Personally. Do we have any men in I'm literally pulling like, every girl. We have no Mick. men. There we go. Mick. I was like, you're going to pull guiles of all people. Part of the body. Plural. Feet. Okay. Noun. Oh, that's my turn. I'm sick of this. England. It's a place. A noun. <laughs> Another yeah. noun, Brenna. Um, cup of ink. I need another noun. I don't think we Ring. get a bride. Wait, what'd you say? Ring? Ring? This is a proposal. I'm gonna go with vinyl as my noun. That has nothing to do I need an adjective. Why is this one so long? Sporty. I need a noun. Laura. Uh, fuck. <laughs> fuck. I thought you said fuck. I was like, no. A plural noun. I just looked at a plural noun? I, that's for me. School websites. That's the thing, right? Yes. Yeah, An adjective. Websites. Um, Cute. I just typed in cure. An adjective. Fun. Oh my god, we made it. Yay. I'm going to pretend he's proposing tomorrow since we didn't get to pick a bride. Over the sparkly holiday holiday we went to a difficult party to ring in the new anubis house a glamorous time was being had by all the besties (laughs) (laughs) when the countdown to the the new corbier began at the amulet of midnight i went to kiss mick and i couldn't believe my feet <laughs> i broke out in a cold england there he was down on one cup of ink <laughs> asking me to make him my the happiest ring in the world i shouted holy vinyl <laughs> he gave me a long sporty kiss oh, and announced <laughs> our engagement to everyone in the book We immediately called our school website and told them the cute news. (laughs) It was the most fun day of my life so far. I love the mental image of like Mick and Bar getting engaged and posting it on the school website. And they had a sporty kiss. Their first kiss was really sporty. They did have a sporty kiss, but they were practicing sports and they made out on, like, the field. Yeah. <laughs> they, I'm sorry, I he got down on one cup of egg. 
God, not on his comeback. A glamorous time is being had by all the besties. I know. I wish I said marvelous. <laughs> but I love besties fit in there perfectly. <laughs> That's like, they were like having a New Year's party at Anubis house to bring in the new Anubis house and the, a glamorous time is being had by all the besties. <laughs> Can someone please tweet a glamorous time was being had I by all the besties? I already tweeted it. I just tweeted no context. A glamorous time was being had by all the besties. <laughs> Uh, well, so, that was fun. I I think that concludes our episode. I'm a little scared of my Wi-Fi, so editing Emily, insert our social medias right here. Thank you. Hi, guys. You can follow us on our socials. We are Anubis Backwards Pod on Tumblr. We are Anubis Podcast on Twitter. Anubis Backwards Pod on Instagram. Anubis Backwards Pod on TikTok. Uh, you can send in voice memos to anchor.fm slash Anubis Backwards. You can also support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Anubis Backwards. Um, we will catch you guys next week or maybe we will not catch you guys next week. We will catch you guys soon. Thanks for listening. Um, Sabubu. And thanks for being patient with us as we get through 2021. Thank you for being. Yeah. Thank you for being patient. Um, I, hopefully a glamorous time is being had by all the besties. It is for us. We're, we're besties <laughs> we're and we're having, having a glamorous, a glamorous time. time. We are having a glamorous time. If you want to see what kind of glamorous times we're having, we have, well, Laura doesn't like people on her personal. Well, Never mind. Uh, Cut that out. Don't like DM me aggressively. Am I allowed to say that? As long as you don't like. Have Girls gotta eat says that all the time. They're like, follow us. Don't DM me. Who says that? Girls gotta eat. Okay. Yes, you can follow me, but like, do not slide in my DMs because I get overwhelmed if a lot of people are trying to have a conversation with me. I will answer you, but I might be overwhelmed. Yeah. So yeah. if you want to see what we're up to, we do have personal social media that you can check out. But yeah, a glamorous yeah. time is being had by all the besties, I promise. Glamorous time being had by all the besties when I'm going to a football game. I had a glamorous time with all the besties. Oh. All right, good all night. Right. Sabuna besties. There's so much I wanted to say. The way I see it, is there anyone?